Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Come, get settled by the fireside. As I tell you of the afternoon, a young woman, wondering how she might fit into the world, wandered into an enchanted forest and discovered just that. Kendra's discovery of the healing magic within her reminds me of my first few nights upon returning to nightfalls when the magic of the clearing healed my heart and reminded me of the power already within me and the magic to be found even in life's more mundane moments. Before we begin, here's a word from our valued sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. Before we begin tonight's tale, let's take a moment to get settled in and wind down from the day. Begin by coming to a comfortable position. Let your eyes drift closed and welcome a deep breath in through your nose before sighing out through your mouth. Inhale once more, 
And as you exhale, let the tide of your breath wash away any worries crowding your mind and cluttering your thoughts tonight. Breathe in and out. Inhale and exhale. Feel your mind growing quieter with each easy cleansing cycle of your breath. Sometimes it can be hard to remember the magic that already exists within us. And so tonight, as your thoughts begin to clear, I invite you to open your mind to the following affirmations and allow them to settle into your subconscious as you drift into a state of deep relaxation. I am safe. I am loved. I am kind. I've done my best today and that is more than enough. I deserve to rest. I have the time to relax tonight. I am ready for sleep. My mind is clear. My thoughts are calm. I welcome the perfect peace of the night on my every in-breath. I release the chaos of the day with every out-breath. Now, if you're feeling ready, Kendra's journey can begin. Kendra looked out at the scene ahead of her and instantly felt better. She felt calm, she felt composed, and she felt safe. This was her favourite place to come whenever something was bothering her. For some reason, this place filled her with a sense of equanimity, and all of her thoughts fell into place here, giving her clarity. She was stood in the middle of a green field at the edge of a forest. The forest was behind her, and in front was a grand lake with a solitary large tree at the water's edge. Kendra walked over to the wooden swing hanging from the branches of the tree that looked out over the water. It was the most beautiful view from here, and over the years, Kendra had often found herself coming here to rest and think. Ahead of the swing was the most picturesque view of tumbling mountains in colours of soft greys and purples. The mountaintops peaked to the sides of the landscape, creating a triangular dip in the centre, which formed a perfect valley 
leading to distant lands. The tops of the mountains were dusted with white snow, like icing sugar had been dusted on top of them. The blend of calming soft colours cast perfectly against the electric blues, purples and whites of the sky. The view was as pretty as a picture. Just before the mountains were hundreds, if not thousands, of tall, dark trees that climbed their way across and up the sides of the rocky verges. Before they stopped to allow the rock to climb higher on its own, up towards the sky. The water of the lake was so clear that the mountains reflected exquisitely off the water's surface, like a mirror. The mountains could be seen so clearly and vividly that it was as if there was a whole other set of mountains lying there beneath the surface. The tree that the swing was attached to was a simple beauty all of its own. Protruding from the top of the tall, solid trunk were dozens of twisting orange branches that boasted thousands of little green leaves. They created the perfect canopy from the elements and any rain that may fall, all the while allowing rays of sunlight to filter through its branches, to cast light down when the sun was high in the sky. Long, wispy white tendrils of delicate flowers hung down from the branches and dotted in between the green leaves of the tree were many, many little white lights. The lights weren't electronically lit up, nor were they the work of lots of tiny fireflies. Nobody knew exactly what caused the lights to shine in the tree, but nobody cared too much. In this land, there were much stranger, more extraordinary things that happened. The mysterious lights floating in trees. Kendra stepped off the grassy green bank and through the shallow, cool, azure waters of the lake, across the pebble stones of the bank, and sat herself down on the swing. She wrapped her hands around the coarse ropes at either side and felt her feet brush through the water as she pushed herself away from the shore and swung out above the crystal-clear lake. As a child, her father would push her on the swing. But now, all grown up, she kicked her legs gently back and forth of her own accord. With each swing forward, she felt the revitalizing air wash over her face and with every swing backwards, 
she tucked her legs underneath her so that only her toes brushed the top of the water, leaving ripples in their wake. She merrily swung back and forth, enjoying the sensations against her skin. She closed her eyes and took a deep breath of fresh air into her lungs. She honed into what she could hear, and she noticed that she couldn't hear a thing. Here, it was peaceful and silent, with nobody else around for miles. It was a far cry from the busy community she lived in. Kendra lived in a place shrouded in mystery and magic. It had no name, but everyone who knew of it knew where to find it. Past the mountains, across the waters, and into the forest where nature shines with the light of centuries of enchantment, and the people make magic with their hands. It was a land packed full of mystical energies that created the most incredible miracles. Everyone born in her community was born with a magic inside them, borrowed from the land, and with it, they could achieve inconceivable things. At the age of 16, the children of the land would come into their power. Every person had their own unique magic that could only be uncovered by themselves. It was a discovery they had to make on their own. Kendra had spent her whole life watching the older members of her community produce fantastical miracles. She and the other children within her community had always delighted in watching from the sidelines, dreaming of the day when they, too, would come into their power. They liked to guess between themselves what their otherworldly powers would someday be. The possibilities were limitless, and Kendra couldn't wait to find out what hers would one day be. Not a day went by without witnessing glittering flourishes of magic dancing through the air, out of the hands of someone they knew. The children would gasp and shriek with delight as they witnessed the impossible occur before their very eyes. Well, at least it may seem impossible to many. But when you've grown up around it your whole life, it's not all that unimaginable after all. When Kendra's older sister, Nawabi, had turned 16, it hadn't taken her long to discover her power. Nawabi could gather telekinetic energies in the palms of her hands to produce the most dazzling and impressive magical waves of light that could achieve a myriad of things. Using the swirling pink and blue mystical energies she gathered 
she could move objects at her will, lift people up into the sky, and create beautiful shapes and displays in the air. It was an elaborate, unsubtle power that wowed every passerby, even those who possessed their own magic. It was a magic perfect for someone as extroverted as Noabi. She delighted in putting on shows for the people in her community. And why shouldn't she be proud of possessing such exquisite magic? Kendra often thought. Meanwhile, Kendra's older brother, Sifrin, came into his power at the age of 16, suitable for a quiet, contemplative soul such as his. Sifrin didn't flaunt his magic in the way that Noabi did, but he still embraced it and used it daily. While Noabi could harness energies to produce spectacular light shows, Sifrin had an ability to see and conjure energies that others could not. Kendra would often discover him alone in the forest, with his eyes closed, his silver hair rustling in the mystical winds, and the white beads around his neck jangling from side to side as he sat in a meditative state. With his hands held out in front of him, Swirls of turquoise blue light would emanate from his palms and conjure images in the air and on the ground around him. Sometimes he would conjure things as beautiful as blue spectral butterflies fluttering in the air or adorable woodland animals resting by his feet. He had a calm nature that seemed to attract beautiful pure energies that he then sent out into the forest, spreading their purity and goodness to others. It was like he replenished the magical energies of the forest, giving back in return what he had absorbed. Kendra believed that one day, Sifrin would take over from their father as the leader of their community. What better person to be in charge than someone who understood the importance of what the land gave to them and gave gratitude daily for their gifts. Kendra, Noabi and Sifrin were all children of the tribe leader, Great Galder. Great Galder possessed one of the most precious of magics. He was a prophet. Great Galder could see the future. He listened closely to the land's magic, and as a result, he often knew what was to come and what would be. As you can imagine, a magic like this was incredibly special and one that extremely few people came to possess. It was a very powerful magic that, if given to the wrong person, could be exploited or used for personal gain. 
But the land had trusted Galder with this magic and believed he was a trusty recipient of this power. And if the land trusts someone, then the people could trust that person too. Which is why Galder was swiftly made leader of the community upon uncovering his power. Great Galder was a wise, loving leader with a steady temperament and a peaceful heart. He was not only a great father to his three children, but he was also a great leader to the people, providing guidance and support where needed, without ever becoming overbearing. Great Galder held his cards close to his chest and very rarely imparted knowledge of the future to people. People like certainty and dislike the unexpected, so it could be very easy for people to beg for information on their future. However, Galder believed that if you spend too much time focusing on the future, you will never truly be present and therefore not truly be alive. So he never gave people full information about what the future had in store for them. Instead, he would use his magic to reassure people in times of trouble and provide guidance for those who felt lost. He gave enough information to ease people's struggles and heal their hearts, but never too much, lest they rely on his words too much. Kendra could remember a time when she was young, where she would ask her father if he could see into the future for her. When her sister, Noabi, first discovered her hidden magic, Kendra had been so excited and enthralled that she longed to know what her hidden magic may be. She had turned to her father and asked, Father, what will my magic be? He had turned to her with a knowing smile and pride in his eyes and replied, Your magic will be just as special as you are, and you will help many people. She had begged for more details, but he had simply placed his hand on her small shoulder and reassured her by saying, You will know in time. Kendra had spent the next six years watching both of her siblings come into their magic and develop it to impressive levels. She had seen friends discover their own powers and delighted in witnessing their skills grow and blossom. When her own sixteenth birthday came along, she waited with bated breath to discover her hidden magic. Now, it could take time to uncover your powers. After all, there were so many different ways that the land's magic could manifest itself in you and you would have to work it out for yourself. So, Kendra spent days testing out different methods 
to see what magic she had hidden inside. She tried picking up heavy objects to test if she had super strength. She attempted to jump from a height to see if she could fly. She even tried guessing future outcomes to see if she had inherited her father's power of prophecy. But all to no avail. She spent some time meditating with her brother, Sifrin, in the forest. She thought that maybe she would find enlightenment and understand what her magic was there. But no matter how long she sat in silence, focused on breathing, and attempted to tap into the energies of the land like her brother, she came up with nothing. The days turned into weeks, and the weeks turned into months. And now, here she was, approaching her seventeenth birthday, without uncovering a trace of her hidden magic. As Kendra sat, gazing out across the lake, into the mountain beyond, a part of her wondered whether she truly belonged to the communities that lay beyond the mountains. Perhaps she hadn't inherited the magic and belonged to the other lands. It was disheartening to keep trying and failing, and every time she watched another child from her tribe inherit their powers, she felt a little pang of disappointment inside her heart. What if Kendra never found her hidden magic? Just that morning, Kendra had turned to her father and beseeched him to help her. Father, she had said, it has been almost a year since I came of age, and I still have not discovered my magic. Has the land forsaken me? Did I do something, and the land doesn't think I'm worthy? Her father had taken her hand in his and assured her that the land had not forsaken her. He answered, You already possess your power, my daughter. Sometimes it just takes us a little longer to know ourselves and unleash the magic we have inside us. She sighed and pulled her hand away in exacerbation. But I've tried everything a hundred times over. How much longer can I wait? She implored. Why are you so worried? Her father queried in his usual calm manner. He didn't seem to be concerned at all. Kendra cried. Because people are starting to talk. What if I'm not special like everyone else? Her father sighed and tilted his head to the side, gazing at her sympathetically. After a few quiet moments, he replied, You do not need a magical power 
or skill to be special, Kendra. Your worth is found within. If you can't see it, then how will anybody else? Kendra knew that her father was right. Her worth didn't rely on possessing a magical power. But when everyone else around her had something special and unique about them, how could she not compare herself? She ran away to the lake to spend some time alone. And now, here she was, alone, sat on the swing, looking out at the distant mountains and wondering what life was like out there. Were people happy without magic? How did they deal with knowing that there were others out there with something they didn't have? Maybe they had something that Kendra's community didn't have. Perhaps there's a contentment in accepting that you're not special, Kendra thought to herself. Kendra continued to kick her legs and swing back and forth above the crystal clear blue waters. All of a sudden, a sound penetrated the serene silence. It was a little high-pitched voice. She stopped swinging and glanced over her shoulder. On the grassy bank, not too far from her, was a small red bird. The bird appeared to be hobbling across the grass towards her. It chirped a weak call to her, and Kendra hopped off the swing. Kendra approached the red bird cautiously, trying not to startle it, and bent down to take a closer look. Kendra noticed that the little bird's wing was bent at a crooked angle. The poor thing couldn't fly. Kendra wished that there was something she could do to help the injured feathered fellow. She tenderly scooped the bird up in her hands and placed it on her lap to take a better look at its injury. She brushed her fingers over the bird's head and stroked it reassuringly. It's going to be all right, little bird, she whispered. Then, she very gently cupped her hand around the underside of the wing and felt around to see what part of the wing might be broken. The bird started to squirm a little, so she placed her other hand across its back to hold it steady. She didn't want to scare the bird and wanted to keep it as comfortable as possible. I wish I could take all your pain away, she sighed, her hands cradling the bird's wing. And that's when the most incredible thing happened. Suddenly, streams of glowing green light started to flow from the palms of her hands 
and glide over and around the body of the little red bird. The bird didn't seem to be phased by the mystical light that was swarming around its body, whilst Kendra, on the other hand, was completely astounded. After a few seconds, the green light stopped flowing and it seemed to absorb itself into the bird. The bird cocked its head from side to side and ruffled its feathers. Its broken wing was miraculously better and it moved its wing up and down to test its mobility. It seemed to be perfectly fine once more. The bird spread its wings and flapped them up and down to lift itself up into the air and away. Kendra watched the bird glide away through the sky, chirping a thankful song down to her as it went. She stood solid, her feet rooted to the ground and her mouth agape with wonder. She had healed that little bird with just the touch of her hands. She did have a power after all. She was a healer. Kendra was delighted that she had finally found her hidden magic. And it was a very impressive magic at that. She couldn't wait to inform her family. Kendra raced away from the lake and back into the forest. She pushed her way through the multicolored trees, leaping over sparkling flower beds and dashing past flowing waterfalls to make it back to her community. She finally reached her father's tent and found him sitting outside on the ground, alongside her brother and sister. They looked up at her approaching, as if they had been awaiting her arrival. Perhaps her father had known she was coming. Father, Noabi, Sifrin, she began to splutter out, catching her breath after running for so long. I have found my magic. All at once, they started to celebrate and talk over each other. Her siblings had many questions, but the main one needed answering first. What is your magic, Kendra? Sifrin inquired in his soft, husky voice. Kendra cleared her throat and announced with pride, I'm a healer. She explained the story of how she came across the injured bird by the side of the lake and healed its broken wing with just the touch of her hands. Noabi and Sifrin looked impressed and laughed with glee. They were delighted she had finally discovered her hidden magic. I'm not surprised at all, Noabi smiled. Whenever I feel bad, I come to you, and you always make me feel better. You've always been a healer, 
even when you didn't know it. Kendra turned to look at her father, Great Galder, and he smiled and nodded to her without saying a word. She knew that he had known all along what her hidden magic was, but he had to let her find it for herself. Kendra adored her power and was so grateful for the magic that the land had imparted her. It may not have been as extravagant as her sister Noabi's power, or as connected to the land as her brother Sifrin's magic was, but it was a special magic all of her own. It connected her to the people of her community in a beautiful way. People turned to her for help and healing, just as they turned to her father for guidance and support. Kendra's hidden magic was very special indeed. It may not have been obvious to others upon first glance, but once people got to know her, they understood exactly how powerful and special she truly was. And Kendra finally understood herself that her true worth was found in her actions and her willingness to help others. <laughs>